Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains, along with my podcast partner, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end, Ken Dunnick, and we're going to talk mostly about the disappointing offensive performance for the, New England, uh, for the Eagles against the New England Patriots last week. I do want to mention our sponsor, USA Man Franchising. If you're tired of working for someone else for far less than you're worth, USA Man Franchising now has operations in Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and Boston and they're looking for new cities for expansion. Call 856-912-4007 on how you can own your own business or go to usamanmagazine.com for more information. All right, Mark, we're going to dissect the Eagles' loss to the Patriots, as I said. And if I had told you before the game started that Tom Brady would not throw a touchdown pass, the Eagles would play a stellar defensive game, and – and had the lead uh, ten to nothing, what do you think the outcome would have been? Uh, I, know I, didn't like, I know you didn't like him going in. Nah, I, I didn't like him at all. Yeah. I didn't like anything about the game. Um, you got to understand, New England this year is a different New England team. They've been living. I mean, Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. Don't get me wrong, um, but they've been living off their defense, and they did it again Sunday. Um, I know everybody. I know Eagle fans are in panic mode again. Like I, I, I called. I told you they were going to. They, they were not going to win that game. They were you, know Eagle, you know, Eagles fans happened. go. You know, Eagles fans go week to week with their exactly. emotional and they can't be that way. They're, yeah. they're, they're going to commit. They're going to. Blood pressure sales are probably sky high in, in, in the Delaware Valley. <laughs> uh, but they weren't going to win. I, I, I didn't even when it was ten nothing. I didn't think. Oh well, New England's going to lay down. No, I mean. New England's a better team. Let's just be honest. They're a better team. They have better players right now. The, the roster is the way they were set. Um, Eagles couldn't afford to be without two, two of their better. Well, although, I mean, Aljon Jeffrey's not exactly having a great year, but he's better than what they had out there. Um, but the, the, big one, the big one was Jordan Howard, though. When yeah. I heard that Jordan Howard was out of the game, I didn't see how the Eagles were going to run the football against a very good New England defense. And Lane Johnson goes out of the game early, second quarter with a concussion. Big V did not play very well. And then Jason Peters, of course, gets nicked up again, has to come out of the game for a bit in the second half. So I thought their offensive line played rather poorly for both the run offense and the pass offense. And Carson Wentz may have had his worst game as a starter as an Eagle. Would you agree? Yeah, he didn't play well, and everybody's on him now, too. And, again, I said it before when you asked me. He's the least – I don't think he's – he's the least – is he playing like an MVP like he did a couple – no, no, absolutely not. But if you look, if you line up the Eagles' problems, Carson Wentz isn't near the top – is not near the top of my list of, of Eagle problems right now. Mm-hmm. But he's got – you know, he, he missed some open throws. And, you know, having said all that, if Aguilar comes up with that catch at the end of the game, they tie it and most likely send it into overtime. I don't believe they're going to go for two at home against New England. And people ask me all the time uh, this week about the Aguilar catch. I said, listen, uh, Pro Bowl players and championship teams make that catch. It was a tough catch. He had to bend his body backwards. The wind may have affected it. But if you're going to win the big games against the championship teams, you have to make that play. No, you're right. And again, I'm not going to call it a drop by any means. I'm not going to, you know, blame him for it. But you're right. A great player makes that catch. He's he's not a great player. He's a right now. He's an average player. He's 
Two years ago, he, he, he may have called that, the way things were going. You know what I'm saying? He's just This year has been a rough year for, for Eagles wide receiver. I mean, all of them. I mean, like you said, Jeffrey didn't play, but he wasn't having the kind of he's – had a, he's had his trouble catching the ball this year. Listen, you, you've been around football as long as I have. I, I don't think I've ever seen a Jekyll and Hyde player like Aguilar. I mean, the Super Bowl year, he played fantastic, had a great game in the Super Bowl, and now he's reverted back to the year prior to the Super Bowl where, remember, he got benched for a, a huge portion of the season because he just couldn't catch the football. Well, for some reason, he, he just seems that he, he's a much better player out of the slot than he is lined up outside. I'm not sure why that is, but he is. And, and if you remember, in this Bowl, he mostly played out of the slot most of that, that year. Um, he also, and this, I, I had this stat a couple of weeks ago, and this is, I mean, I don't, again, and I'm not the anti-Carson Wentz guy by any means, but Aguilar's numbers with Nick Foles, a quarterback, versus his numbers with um, Carson Wentz, a quarterback, pretty much pretty different. He averages like five, Five point five to six catches a game for I forget how many yards, seventy yards a game I think with when Foles was his quarterback, and with Carson he's only like maybe three catches a game for fifty yards a game. That's so interesting. I didn't realize that. Which, which, which tells me one thing: Aguilar's a free agent at the end of the year. He'll be in Jacksonville next year. I'm <laughs> serious. He's from Florida. He's a Florida kid. He probably wants to, you know he wanted, he probably won't want to go back there. He, Foles is going to talk him up. They, it's not going to cost a lot to sign them. Well, you know, just the Eagles always bring back the old wide receivers. I saw Jordan Matthews again, the Eagles uniform. I couldn't believe it, but maybe Aguilar will leave and come back like everybody else does. Hey, <laughs> let, let's talk about um, Doug abandoning the running game in the second half. I, you know, the, it was a tight game, a one-possession yeah. game all throughout, and I think they only rushed, tried to rush the football eight or nine times in the second half. I'm guessing that was because he, he didn't have Howard, but he still had Sanders. The other kid's nothing special. Um, Doug will do that now at, at times, and I don't know why. He 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 gets into his Andy Reid mode a little bit, where he starts getting pass happy and wants to throw the ball, you know, three out of four downs. And that's that's not how the Eagles have been successful this year. Their their best games this year have been the games where they've been of almost a fifty fifty balance. Um, you know, the Eagles defense, I thought, played very well, considering that uh, Nigel Bradham uh, was still out. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about Seattle, and it's really important, in my opinion, they get Bradham back, who's the most athletic linebacker, to be able to spy on Russell, Russell Wilson. But to get back to New England, Brady, 26 for 47, 216 yards, no touchdowns. Now, the play of the game was the double pass where he – reverses it to Julian Edelman, who hits Philip Dorsett for 15 yards and a score. Well, how does a receiver get that wide open? Darby blew the coverage, basically. Um, Malcolm Jenkins read the play correctly and came up on Edelman, and Darby left Dorsett run run free, like, and that, you know, it happens. I guess he got suckered in, thought it was, play, you know, it's a trick play, and guys get tricked on trick plays, I guess. But, and people forget um, that Edelman was an old quarterback from Kent State. Yeah. He threw a, he threw a strike. Um, then you you mentioned um, Eagles defense, and they they did play well. They played very well. How, were, were you at the game, Ken? I was there. Yeah. How cold and windy was it, and how much of a factor? Because they didn't TV didn't make a big deal of it, but I kept watching. I mean, I'm I'm just watching it on on TV down, down here, obviously, and. 
I'm thinking to myself, Brady doesn't look right. Wentz doesn't look right. It's got to be the cold and wind a little bit, right? Well, it was. A, no, I'm going to say it was a little bit windy. I mean, I was down on the field before the game. It was the wind could have affected the football. As the sun went down closer to game time at 4:30, it did get colder. As a matter of fact, I was lucky enough to be in the suite, but the suite that I was in was facing the the side that the wind came in. It was actually cold in the suite, and we were talking about it amongst ourselves how cold it must be down in the field if we were shivering up up in a heated suite. But um, I do think that the weather had a bit of an effect on the game, and that's why I was even more confused that. You know, I understand Jordan Howard was out, but, you know, Doug didn't try to run the football a little bit more because once wasn't having a good day. No, and I, I'm saying the one, you know, Tom Brady, the greatest of all time probably. I mean, I still love Joe Montana, but the more I watch Brady, the more I have to move him up ahead of Montana. And Carson Wentz, who I still think is a pretty good quarterback, both of them kind of struggled. And their pass, and like with accuracy, Brady's one thing Brady is is accurate. And he wasn't, he missed a lot of guys too in that game. Um, so I'm thinking to myself, this has to this has to be weather, but the announcers wouldn't. They didn't go there at all. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe you know it's hard to it's hard to tell, but um, I didn't expect 1710. I mean, that's you know I, I like 1710. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not one of them guys that needs 42. Old school, old school football, right? I like yeah, but you know I, you don't see enough of those anymore. And then when you consider they played a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, it was you know. A lot higher than that. A couple more notes before we move on to the Seattle game. Zach Ertz, nine catches, 94 yards, no touchdowns, and zero third-down receptions, which I thought was interesting. New England was not going to let him get the football on third down. They did a good job with him. Goddard, uh, three catches for 36 yards and a touchdown, but a big drop. And he's uh, been playing a little bit inconsistent, in my opinion. But it was nice to see Ertz. Uh, for the last couple of games and back on the flow because he, he had only caught two passes the two previous games. Well, he's come back a little bit. Yeah, he played well against the, um, the Bears, too. Didn't he have a good game against the Bears? He did. The Bills, yeah. But yeah, Ertz, and listen, that, again, listing the Eagles' issues, Zach Ertz isn't one of them. He's, he's, he's still one of the top three tight ends in football. And you can, you know, at the time you can make I agree. number one. Um, their issues are a wide receiver. Like you said, the offensive line losing some people didn't help. Uh, didn't have a didn't didn't exactly play well. Um, the running game I mean, you have to stick with it. I mean, I, that's, I'm not going to blame the backs if they don't. You know, if Doug abandons it, sometimes it just takes a running game time to get going. You know, even though and early, sometimes you stick with it and you, and you and you see it it develops as the game goes on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put and I don't rip Doug too often, but. I'm, I'm going to put that one on on him this week. To, that, like you said, he kind of abandoned the run game a little little too soon. Well, he, he did it, and and remember they had signed Jay Ajayi on Friday of that week. Now I get it; you don't know if he's in football shape or, but they did dress him, and he was there he for a reason. And you know, I I thought you know since he already knows the system, they might pop him in there for a play or two just to get his feet wet and see if they could uh, mount some kind of a ground game, but it didn't work out that way. So uh, we've got about uh, three minutes left, Mark. Let's talk a little bit about Seattle. You're on record as saying that you think the Eagles will lose this game and then pretty much run the table the rest of the season. We're going to do a little comparison of the Dallas and Eagles schedule coming up, which heavily favors the Eagles, but 
How did the Eagles uh, stop one of the most elusive quarterbacks in NFL history? Hope it's hope cold and windy again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that makes that makes him tuck it and run where he might be even more dangerous. Yeah, so what's what's the forecast this week? Russell Wilson's have he's have he's the MVP. I mean, Lamar Jackson's having a great year as well. But if I had if I I used to have a vote back in the day, if 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 I had one this year, as of today, I'd be voting Russell Wilson as my MVP. He's he's taking Seattle. I mean, he's 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 having a great year, running, throwing, making big plays. Thing I love about him too, he never gets down. He, you can watch him play. He'll have a terrible first half, throw a couple of picks. It's not getting things done. And some guys will just, you know, that it's just not my day. No, he'll come out and have a fourth quarter where he throws four touchdowns and brings you back. Um, no, I, I agree. I, I think he's got a great attitude, and you know, he's he's one. You know, McNabb was known for coming up small in big situations. Russell Wilson's the opposite. Oh, he no, comes, he comes up big in the big situations, yeah. and he's able to make you know, a key play, whether it's uh, with his arm or tucking it and running and making something out of nothing. I, I really admire the guy. He and, might be uh, one guy right now. If you ask me, and this is going to sound crazy maybe, because Brady, you know, there's Brady still in the league and there's other great quarterbacks as well. But if I'm down four points and you give me, you know, two minutes to go and I have the ball wherever, 30-yard line, i got to go down to score, and I could have any quarterback in the league, I think I'm taking Russell Wilson right now. That's an interesting statement. All right, as we look at the schedules coming up, <clears throat> you are on record, as I said, of saying the Eagles are going to lose to Seattle. And then, did you say they were going to run the table the rest of the way? Or well, I said they would win. They would. I would. Yeah, I, I kind of did say that. I said they would. And they would. I said they would lose both of these games. They were. What I said originally was if they beat the Bears and Bills, they would be in pretty good shape because mm-hmm. even though they're going to lose the next two, they could win the rest and go ten and six. Right. I still think and, 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 and so far, so far you're on target. So the the rest of the schedule at Miami, uh, home against the Giants, at Washington, home against Dallas, at the New York Giants. Now, Dallas Cowboys in four bye weeks. <laughs> that, now Dallas, boy, uh, Doug Peterson is cringing when he hears stuff like that. <laughs> but I uh, know as far as the Dallas schedule is concerned, at New England this week, home against oh. Buffalo, at Chicago home against the Rams, at the Eagles, home against Washington. I could see Dallas losing two or three of those games and the Eagles sneaking into the top spot in the NFC East. Well, the Bears aren't any good anymore. So they're not, not going to lose to that. Was that one or one? Well, yeah, it, it was. But if you, look, if you look at New England, uh, certainly the Rams are a possible Rams are loss. <clears throat> and the Eagles have to win at home. Hey, we're out of time, Mark. It's always fun. Thanks, everybody. We'll join you next week for another edition of the Bird Brains. Take care.